Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. See habla espanol. Week eight of the football season in 7-4A Division One is heating up. Speaking of heating up, let's thank our sponsors, Granny's Bakery, located at 401 West Pecan Street, right there in Salina. You can also find them online at grannysweeties.com. Now, not, not only do you want to go there for the great baked goods, the great cookies, the great breads, the cupcake factory, the coffee bar, but also if you want to learn how to do some of this in your own home they have great classes at granny's bakeries all you got to do is go online to grannysweeties.com forward slash classes and find the classes that you want and oh by the way you should go check out their salina bobcat uh cookies and cupcakes it's absolutely awesome over at granny's bakery that's one of those places you can just go and just stay all day long probably also get a sugar rush and need a big nap but it'd be well worth it so again thank our sponsors and check out granny's bakery 401 west pecan street right there in salina all right now let's talk some 74a division one hello everybody terry bennett here on the granny's bakery 74a division one football show right here on s2s sports part of l4 media now, this is going to be a short show. I was going to have Matt on like I normally do. Uh, it's just the last couple of weeks on Wednesdays and Thursdays have just been bad luck, I guess. Last week, the studio uh, power was knocked out with the big storms on Wednesday night through most of Thursday. And then last night, about an hour before Matt and I were going to record this show and our North Texas show, uh, my internet went out. And my internet's actually still out. I'm recording this right now at 5 in the morning. On Thursday, my, my internet's still out. I'm hot-spotting on my phone, uh, and it just kind of makes it really hard to really be able to pull up stuff on the fly. And, and I still wanted to have a show, of course, so I'm just going to kind of reset the district schedule, talk about the uh, the games this week, excuse me, uh, and go from there. And then hopefully we'll have the internet back by the next week, and Matt will be back on. I, I really do enjoy doing those shows with him. But anyway, so week eight action here. Uh, in 7-4-A Division One, you're starting to see the district race take shape. Uh, it's uh, Frisco Panther Creek and Salina. Frisco Panther Creek's 3-0. They have a game in hand. Uh, they're going to take on uh, a Pinkston team this year that, you know, we've talked about it. They're 0-2 in district. They're 4-2 overall. But, man, they gave Carter everything they could handle a couple weeks ago. Uh, losing 22 to 24. They had a bye after that. And, and for them, I mean, this is literally – almost an elimination game uh, as far as trying to if, if you're gonna try to crawl into that top four you're gonna you've already lost a carter so you're gonna have to and you've already lost to wilmer hutchins if you're pinkston so you're gonna have to beat either panther creek or salina and then have help 
And so, you know, if, if you're Panther Creek, you're going to get everything that Pinkston can give you in this game. This is a Thursday night game. I don't know if that matters. It is in Frisco. Um, Panther Creek should win this, and they should win it comfortably. I just tough loss for Pinkston a couple weeks ago uh, against Carter after losing to Wilmer Hutchins. You, you just got to – we talk about it all the time. It's not about winning district first and foremost. It's just making the playoffs, especially for a program like Pinkston. And you've got to beat the team. You're, you're on the same level or above. You can't lose to those, and they lost to Carter. And so, unless they, again, unless they hit a home run with a big upset, uh, your four is probably going to be set here. Uh, Salina, they're going to be taking on Wilmer Hutchins. You know, this is a game I think it looks good on paper. You know, Wilmer Hutchins so far on the other six and one, two and one in district play. Uh, but losing to Panther Creek 38-21 to 21 tells me that they're still not anywhere close to, to Salina's level. I, I think they have some athleticism that can give the Bobcats some trouble early. But, I mean, you know, let's talk about this defense for Salina. You know, on the year, they've only basically given up points to good offenses. Bishop Lynch, Walnut Grove, Anna. Against Paris, and, and by the way, Paris's offense is getting better and better. But against Paris, they held them to nine. They held Grandview to two, and they held North Dallas to zero in a shutout. Now, the reason I'm saying that is Wilmer Hutchins' offense is not as bad as Ranchview. They're nowhere near as bad as North Dallas, but they're not as good as Anna or uh, Walnut Grove. So just going off of what's happened so far, th this tells me that Salina is going to probably win this game by 23 to 24 points. Maybe even more. I don't think they're going to win it 71 to nothing or 76 to two like they have their last two district games by any stretch, but I do think that they will win it comfortably. You got Ranchview and Carter. Uh, Carter just, you know, playing out the string now at this point until they play Salina. Uh, you know, I, I really think that they thought that they were going to to give Panther Creek a, a bigger, a better game, and they didn't. And so I'm curious to see what's going to happen next week when it is Carter and Salina. I, I kind of know what's going to happen. Uh, but, you know, can Carter put up that fight and try to either get second in district or cause a log jam at the, at the top? And then you start doing, uh, you know, all, I don't know what this district scenarios are as far as tiebreakers when it comes to two and three teams. Uh, but I, I still think that's a tall order. At the end of the day, this is coming down. And I think we all knew it. I think Matt and I have talked about it, and, and, and we know it. But at the end of the day, this is all coming down to Panther Creek, Panther Creek and Salina on that last week of the season. You're going to have both teams undefeated going into that game in district. The only thing is, you know, how much do teams value the district championship? I think a lot of that nowadays just depends on the region you're in and, and, and where your first-round matchups are and, and also where your second and your third-round matchups are. You know, that's that's where district champions become, you know, if that path is easier for you as the one spot, okay, but sometimes it's not. You look over at East Texas and Gilmer and Pleasant Grove, and the district champion will get Carthage earlier than the second-place team. So, like, this past week, Pleasant Grove just absolutely dominated Gilmer. But who will get further in the playoffs? Now, it's saying that Pleasant Grove has a really, really good chance, in my opinion, of beating uh, Carthage this year. But but the point remains the same. You know, if Carthage beats them, and then they'll get Gilmer in the region final. So uh, there comes I, – I do legitimately believe in some some districts there's some gamemanship about, hey, do we really want to win district? 
Like, yeah, that sounds good, but, you know, district's one of the goals. The state championship is always the goal. And I'm talking about for teams that, that feel that. I, you know, not every team, you know. I know every team claims that they go into the season, you know, wanting to win district or win state. Uh, but you talk to coaches and, and the coaches know, you know, where they fall and, and what their true chances are about winning state. And winning state is not always just about being the best team or being the team that survives all the injuries. Uh, it, it's about the matchups, man. It's about your playoff path. It's always been that way, but I think it's more focused now with teams. More and more teams are, are, are on the same level. There's parity, not quite parity like in the NFL, of course. But there is a parity in high school football that I don't think was there 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And so you look at your path and you've got to think what's the best for your team. Is it that district championship or is it maybe not winning that? And I'm not saying you throw the game. Just if you lose it, you lose it. Uh, not winning that game, but your path in the playoffs might be one round quick, uh, further ahead. And all you want to do, man, you want to you want to take the toughest game in the playoffs and you want to play it the last week. That, that that's always every coach's goal, no matter what they tell you. But anyway, so that's seven four A Division One as we hit week eight. If you have any questions, thoughts, or comments uh, for the show, email them to me, Terry at s two s sportcom Check out. Sideline to sideline, the class 4A edition uh, where Grant Goodwin and I talk all of 4A football across the whole state. We also talk 3A. We also talk 2A. You can find those at s2sgrantandterry.com. That's the audio. You can also find our video at uh, on YouTube at L4 Media Company. And again, I apologize for the short show. Matt Diggs will be back next week. I hope if I have to go over to his house and record it from there, man, just the, the, the luck, the last seven days with internet and electricity here at the studio. But, hey, it's that time of year with storms and stuff, and these type of things happen. Be safe if you're going to watch your football. And until next week, this has been the Granny's Bakery 7-4-A Division I football show right here on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media.